You have to unmute yourself, Catherine. How are you, sweetheart? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. Good to see you. It's good to see you as well. Hi, Jenny. Hello. I'm just driving at the moment, so I'll be muted and on video, but it's great to be connected with you all. Great. Hi, Jenny. It's Catherine. Hey, Catherine. So at the moment, it's me, you, and Catherine. Lovely. So how about, would one of you like to pray us in, or would you like me to pray us in? I'm okay with you. <laughs> All right. Oh, so grateful and thankful to be here this morning in this community with these beautiful souls, these beautiful women, these beautiful beings of light. We are willing to allow ourselves to continue releasing any blocks that we may be experiencing. We are willing to receive forgiveness in our lives. We are willing to give forgiveness in our lives. We are willing to be living and breathing examples of forgiveness and self-forgiveness. We know that as we continue to shine our light, our light only grows brighter and we also have that ability to see that light within others. And as all of our lights grow brighter, more and more of that light is spread all throughout the planet. We choose love. And we share that choice and all of the benefits of that choice with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, um, I have something I can share that maybe you might have a suggestion about whether or not I can do anything further. I had an um, uh, activation session with someone about two weeks ago, I think, and, and she was in London, and I don't think that had much to do with it. It may or may not have, but what was happening was we were on the Zoom, and there was a lot of static and in and out. The screen kept freezing up. I couldn't hear what she was saying half the time. And we got, I don't know how far into it, but I i tried to ask her, could we reschedule it? Because the connection was so bad that I really couldn't understand what she was saying. And I don't know if she could hear me. And um, so 
we disconnected and then I emailed her and I said, I'm really sorry, you know, that I couldn't, I couldn't understand you. And I don't know whether it was my computer or hers or what was the problem because I'm not a computer expert for whatsoever. So um, I asked her if she would want to reschedule and she, um, she said she was going away and that she, she didn't really express, you know, an interest in trying again <laughs> at a later time. And so I'm just wondering if, if you think I might want to reach out again or just let it be to say, would you like to try again? My response would be, let spirit lead you with that one. Okay. So if you were to step out of the, any kind of attachment that you have to it. Yeah. And just let spirit lead you, you'll be led. Um, I, I'll, I'll, a story came to mind from my own life that I'd, I'd, I'll share with you. And um, there was a time in my life I was offered to become part of an amazing and lovely yoga community. And I needed community and well, I, I was missing community in my life. And I got into my car and as I was driving there, I got a flat tire. And I realized that I was still resistant from joining that community. I was just like, well, this, this must be a sign that I'm not meant to go to that community. Now, I did go to that community about six months later. Um, and it felt right. But at the time, looking back, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. And I don't know why I'm sharing that story, but that's the story that I saw pop up in my head. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. When people are ready, they will be there. Everything right. will align. You'll be led. Um, that technology will fall into line. Um, That, that helped a lot because um, the part that I did get was um, this was about all I got that I was able to understand was her uh, fear and anxiety around people and social situations. So I was thinking that whatever that was that was interfering it, it might be like almost like what you're saying. She wasn't ready somehow, or I I don't know. Um, but I don't think it was an accident. Probably it, it it just was too weird that almost to be an accident. But I thank you for sharing that because I know it. I understand that whatever happens is it's okay. It's you know it's supposed to be that way, and I I don't. I know it wasn't my fault, <laughs> so 
uh, I certainly would have fixed it if I could. Yeah, so that that helps. And I, I, I think that I think I'm just thinking that it might not hurt to just shoot her an email and say, hi, hope you're doing well and sending you some love and light or whatever. And maybe I'll do that. Yeah. You know, um, what I've been playing around with lately, too, and especially since writing forgiveness letters, is if I notice something about a person, I'll kind of explore that within myself, too, because mm -hmm. they're giving me, just like with spiritual counseling sessions, like anyone that shows up in these sessions, you spot it, you got it. So if you if you notice something about someone, it's like, oh, good. I get to heal this within myself. I get to hold this loving space for this part of myself. So um, the part that you noticed about her, that you sensed about her. Absolutely. I can identify with that for sure. You know, of having in the past, that was a huge stumbling block for me, having anxiety around people, uh, um, even, you know, even around being uh, uh, in meetings or something like this. So, yeah, I certainly could see that part, <laughs> that piece of it in my makeup, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So that ab absolutely beautiful opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I worked with someone on Monday night for a spiritual counseling session, and I found myself during the session doing most of the talking, which was interesting it was the first time in a really long time that that happened and I I remember when I got off the call I felt like I went into saying to myself did you did you how do you feel about that call Lori and I thought well what showed up needed to show up and at the same time this is a part of myself that this person I was, I was judging this person to be that I haven't been willing to love and accept. And the part that I haven't been willing to love and accept is that really angry part of me that feels like I've done everything right. And why the hell is not it not showing up the way that I want it to like, and um, and it's interesting because this person is a reoccurring client of mine and sometimes I hold space for her and sometimes I really have a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so I sat with it and I thought, how, how is this an opportunity for me? So I was meditating yesterday morning and I was led to, I reached out to her and I, I said, if you're available from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, 
I would love to gift you a a session. I would love to take you through an exercise and my gift to you. Mm-hmm. And so she said yes, and we met and I did a verbal forgiveness letter where I would just give her the prompts I was shown just just do this with her I had her set an intention I had her go through all the prompts and all I did was listen and I and it's amazing our sessions show up in so many different forms that's what I'm starting to see with spiritual counseling and and so she just and, and all I did was listen, and she went through all of her emotions. She went through all of it, and I just, all I did was say thank you, and all I did was say ho'oponopono through the whole thing, and I just, I listened, and um, it was because what I was, uh, it was what I was led to do, and at the end, I was led to say, all right, after we get off the phone, do you have a tea light? And she said, yes. And I said, I would like you to light the tea light. And I would like you to think about your loving and powerful intention. And I would like you to, for 10 minutes, just imagine how that would make you feel. Even five minutes. Sit with, if you really, if your loving and powerful intention came to fruition, How would that feel? You can journal about it if you want and then allow yourself to feel it. And for the next seven nights, I'd like you to light a tea candle and feel that feeling. And I don't know where that came from. It wasn't something that I thought of. And and I said, how does that feel? And she said, that feels right. Thank you. And we got off the phone and because the night before I had felt like, okay, for whatever reason, that, so I wanted to feel guilty and in the past I would have just let it go. And I thought, no, spirit, what, please show me, is there something I can do? And I heard, yeah, now you can listen. And so it was a very powerful learning that I got about about myself and how there are still things that when people show up in front of me with that I want to push away and that I can still have that opportunity to choose love. So it it was really humbling for me to have that. And, um, yeah, and there was part of me that was like, "Mm, don't admit that this happened. Don't share it. Don't let other people (laughs) know that you were not the good, perfect, whatever. And I thought, no, it, this is exactly why we do what we do because it's to hold space for both the other person and to have it it works both ways. Mm-hmm. That's that's beautiful. 
and and thank you for sharing that. This is this is so helpful because um, it seems like there, there's another person that I I know that I've offered her spiritual counseling. I've known her for a number of years, and and I love her dearly. Um, so it was a little difficult for me in a way to just come out and offer that, but I felt led to, I thought about it several times. And so I thought, well, I'll do it. And what's been happening is every time we've scheduled a time, it happened like twice that she had to change it or something came up. And so the third time was supposed to be, um, Sunday. And I got deathly sick Sunday morning. I was just, no way I could, I was, I must have had like a stomach virus or something, but I couldn't keep anything down. So there was no way I could, I could do it. You know, so I just, I, I sent her a message saying, I'm really sorry, but I'm, I'm just too sick. We'll have to postpone it again. And, and it's just, you know, I'm just thinking, that that that's not an accident either and you know it's funny when you get to talking about this and you realize well I don't know what what's come next but I did send her a message saying I would be available today and she said no not today or tomorrow maybe Thursday and so anyway it hasn't been <laughs> rescheduled <laughs> as of now so whatever happens, I can certainly just do as you said before, just ask for the guidance of what to say or what to do, but I will be seeing her tomorrow, so it'll probably come up somehow or other, and just do what, what, what comes, you know, do what I'm led to do, so thank you, that, that's real helpful, just to just to, you know, go over it and kind of look at it from a, a detached way. Yeah. Yeah, what you're sharing is, is really helpful in my experiences recently, just <clears throat> doing my, I definitely notice, I think I have quite a bit of resistance to getting moving with setting up spiritual counseling being able to you know facilitate one-on-one -on -one sessions and um, and part of me was wondering how much is resistance how much is you know kind of self-sabotage and how much is kind of just allowing it to unfold and not have, like putting lots of pressure on myself to kind of you know that you have to do everything at once you know which is part of an anxious kind of pattern of behavior that I'd have and um, so just listening to you guys is really really helpful and I did do my first uh counseling session this week or last week and so I you know I am moving into it um, and it was interesting what came up and maybe I could work with this a little bit of an intense fear of, of dying or you know death you know kind of an ego death and um that night I woke up my parents were away and I was in the house and I haven't, you know, I've been living with them for a few months, but before that I was in an apartment. And so I felt very secure in that apartment and people would have to buzz in the door and all of this kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I woke up 
like you know that kind of feeling when you wake up and you're really awake <laughs> it was like boom I'm awake and just the fear just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because I had opened the door to this man who was asking about the gas bill and who are we with and I said oh, I don't know but I ended up divulging a bit more information than I would have liked and so I woke up thinking oh he knows I'm you know this man knew I was in the house on my own and I just started like thinking about noises and just kind of just went from like naught to 100 and by 3.5 seconds and um it was just it was kind of you know I've had panic attacks in the past which are just sorry I'm outside it's that's a bit noisy um I've had panic attacks in the past so I could feel just that surge of adrenaline and terror it's just terror and kind of just coming back like I took the guitar off the wall because I was literally that freaked out I thought if someone comes into my room we can smash them over the head and I've just not had this experience in so long or thought about I didn't even know that was in there you know and um just sitting with spirit and saying like I know I'm safe I know I'm you know like just breathing and bringing myself back into my body and kind of I did actually relax and I, I texted my brother and just said can you call me in the morning and check in because I've proper like freaked myself out um which felt really loving to me because part of that kind of fear pattern is to run away from it and not acknowledge it and kind of maybe force myself into something that I don't not ask for it like support and and someone to kind of reach out to and then you know inviting spirit in and so I felt really grateful to have those tools to be able to you know not go into the panic zone and um you know go back to sleep and but it was just a very interesting experience that was totally out of the blue but I also feel like my ego is knows that I'm moving into a period of real change because I have a willingness and desire now to really heal my mind and I don't want to hold on to grievances anymore like I just really I just really done with that I've really run around that whole fear thought system for so long and tried everything that I just I know it doesn't work um and I feel like you know maybe that's a part of me moving into you know doing sessions is um I know it's very healing to the mind so yeah that's kind of what's coming up for me and just being gentle about moving leaning into that kind of resistance and whatever is coming up um, so thanks for letting me share that. I actually have only a few minutes and I need to go, but it's been really lovely to connect with you and yeah, just plug back in, I guess, to the spiritual counseling program and not run away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. Um, that whole piece of, being gentle with yourself, you know, that's self-love and that's what I'm learning too. It's, it's in that moment, just listening to spirit and at the same time being authentic with what will be the most loving choice for myself right now too. It's like finding that balance. And I love that you, 
did that, you reached out to your brother and you said, could you call me in the morning? Because that little girl in you was desiring that at the time to feel comforted and you also connected with spirit. So it's, it's that dance that you did and that you're willing to do that I loved in that share. And, you know, it's funny where fear can take us. And, yeah, as you get more and more, one, one of the things for me that I realized was that as I got more and more into doing the sessions, and each session I do, I realize more and more, oh, this is a part of me that's coming back to be healed. This is a part of me that's sitting in front of me right now, that if I can love this part completely, this child of God in front of me, I can love that child of God within myself. So it's like the separation disappears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, Laurie. Thank you. Yeah, you I think it helps yeah. to be reminded go? of that. I've got to go here, but but okay. um, I will listen. Will listen in um, later on. Okay. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you, Jenny. Yeah. Thank God you. bless you both. Bless, bless you. you. Love you. Love you, Jenny. Love you too. You know what I was thinking as she was talking about that, I had a, a similar experience years ago when I had just moved into a new house and um, my two oldest children were young and and um, for some reason my husband wasn't there and and I was thinking that that kind of reaction that she that Jenny described is sort of like a natural instinct for when you sense danger that that adrenaline comes up and you know it feels like fear but I, I just related to the fact that she grabbed the guitar because when it happened to to me we we thought that the kids thought that there was someone in the house because when they got up it was in the morning and they got up and they heard the door like shaking, you know, m making a noise, like vibrating. And so they came running up to me and said, somebody in the house, the door's vibrating. And so, you know, I had that kind of reaction start to come up as I was going down the stairs to, to see what they were, what was going on. And, and I got down there and I heard the rattle when I was like, just like that, you know, it just came up in me like this, uh, you know, total fear and terror but somehow I think that is that reaction that whatever we do next is going to be an you know kind of an instinctive thing it's not going to be like I'm sitting here thinking about what to do you know it's just going to come and that was funny to me because I went and grabbed my tennis racket and I was like well this is all I got but <laughs> If somebody does come in, I'll give it a shot, you know. <laughs> and um, I really don't remember ever feeling that much terror. But 
we all, all three of us, it was me and my daughter and she had a friend sleeping over and, and our son. And we went in, and we got in our, my bedroom and locked the door. And I was looking out the back window to see if I could see anything. And then I called the police and they were there so fast. I couldn't believe it. I said, I think there's might be a prowler in the house or someone in the house. And they, they, next thing I saw, like within a few minutes, was one of the policemen walking around the backyard and um they kept me on the phone and i told them you know i saw them there and, and um they said well can you go down and let him in and let him check the house so i unlocked the door and went down there with my tennis racket and let him in and it came in and looked all through the house and down the stairs and no one was there and and, and it turned out it was just because it was a new house or whatever a new place that I think it was something with the either the draft or the heat going on or something that was causing the door to rattle. But then, you know, once I knew that and I got used to the noise, it was nothing. It was nothing there. But it's so interesting to see that that whole scenario, you know, that ego. And yet it, it's not an ego. It's a defense mechanism, too that that is a natural reaction to being in danger and so it's all it all makes sense <laughs> you know what i mean and when you can look back on it and just laugh and realize that you know you're getting to see and review what what that fear is and when it turns out to be nothing you know it it makes me just want to laugh especially thinking about Grabbing a guitar, or gra grabbing a guitar, <laughs> or grabbing a tennis racket. You know, we we uh, we just do what's there. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 interesting in both of those stories. Like what what came to mind was, isn't it interesting how fear and allowing it to continue our body's response right is to attack back mm -hmm. our body's instinct our ego's instinct is to attack back which is totally opposite from everything the course talks about and right. which is why it's such an interesting you know it's it's like we're turning the world upside down. You know, yeah. we're Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Yeah. <laughs> Going, yeah. what? You know. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I could see that at this point in time, if something similar happened, I might have a totally different response because I'm, I might have a more loving response. Because I don't know if you ever heard the story about um, Ken Wapnick. He um, he had a, he lived in this New York City in a, a small apartment, and he had someone come in to his place trying to I guess trying to rob him. And I, it's such a beautiful story how he was kind of like, well, what do you need? <laughs> I mean, he didn't react with fear at all. He just um, I can't remember the details of it, but it was really beautiful. He wound up talking to the person and, you know, 
uh, extending love instead of fear and being able to say, you know, what, what's wrong or what, you know, what are you needing? <laughs> and, and, uh, he didn't have a lot as it was. He, he said that that apartment was very sparsely furnished and he really didn't have a lot. <laughs> so what a beautiful story that was to, to, to imagine your response to be loving and you know this person is really calling out for love and to be able to extend that instead of reacting with fear so yeah, yeah. and even if we did that with ourselves when we showed up like that you know when we were showing up in a way that we were judging in ourselves and just said Okay, sweetheart, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing how turning it, like, like you said, turning it around the other way and just seeing it differently, it's, it's such a miracle. Well, that's why I think us doing the counseling sessions and offering them is exactly that. We're showing up saying, hello, sweetheart. How can I support you? Mm-hmm. And that's all we ever need to do in, in a session. And, and, okay, spirit, show me how to show up like this for that person. Mm. You know? And just believing that spirit will show up, you know, because there are times I'm like one Monday night, I was just like, you know, what am I, what am I supposed to do? And I know that it all happened perfectly. Um, and it's just every time we forget, we get to choose again. And that's what I'm so grateful for. exactly yes it's we always have another opportunity i mean so that that's so helpful and and that makes me know we we cannot fail we just cannot fail but always have another opportunity and this is really helpful because i know that i can bring this with me tomorrow when i see my friend and just don't stress about it or worry about it. It'll, it'll come, come up as it's supposed to. Because I really, I really, um, it was the first time when we scheduled that appointment that I started to feel like worried or concerned about what am I going to say? And that, I, that really hadn't happened to me. Uh, so much in any any of the other sessions that I've done but because I have a different kind of relationship with this person it it seems like that that's why that was why you know I've known her for a long time and I, I don't know it was just it was just that whatever that is that sense of I better do this right or something like that, you know. You were grabbing your tennis racket. 
know. <laughs> and literally, because that's how I know her from tennis. So. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's funny. It is kind of funny. But this is good because I, now I can just say, let it all go. And, you know, don't, don't even, don't even go there again. <laughs> I don't need to do it. And of course, it's going to be what it's supposed to be. And the beauty of it is, even if you do go there again, you get yeah. to love again. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how these, you know, how this all transpires and the, the anxiety that can come up, which, you know, I really wasn't expecting that to happen again. You know, I thought, oh, I'm done with that. That's not supposed to happen anymore. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like a thousand life, times. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my life feels like that because I'm like, I know the puddle's there. I know the puddle's there. Oh, I stepped in it again. <laughs> That is the you know absolutely one of the best movies and really really uh, just uh, explains the course in a in in a movie and in you know just everything that happened in there was so cool and so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a classic, no doubt. Yeah. Oh boy. Wow. Well, I'm good. I don't know. Do you have any more you want to share or I'm feeling complete as well. Oh, good. Good. Would you like well, to pray us out? I can try. I'm usually reading my prayers because they don't come as easily when I'm trying to do it extraneously. So let me just do it. Any way you do it is perfect. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> We're so grateful for this time of sharing. We thank our angels and our teachers for their guidance. We trust our higher Holy Spirit self to give us clarity in all situations and all relationships. We also remember we cannot fail in doing what higher Holy Spirit would have us do. We are confident that we will succeed in healing and that this healing is shared with all our sisters and brothers because we are one with them. In love and gratitude, we let it be. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, too. So good to see you, Lori. It was so good to see you, too, Catherine, and spend time with you. I've been thinking about you lately, so I'm so happy that you were here this morning. Yeah, well, I'm seeing your... Um, your Facebook posts, and I, I love it that you're 
you know, you're sharing all of that on Facebook. And I think that's, that's terrific. Beautiful. Well, have a beautiful, miraculous day and have fun with your friend tomorrow. Okay. I'll do it. Thank you. (laughs) And remember, it's no coincidence that in tennis, the scoring system is called love. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye.